Hey, what's up everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Healing in Hindsight. I know you were nervous if I was coming back or not. I know, I know that last episode was uh enlightening. That's what we'll call it. Um, but I'm back. I'm feeling good. And I really want to just continue the conversation around uh spiritual health in relation to body health. So, um with that, I'm going to be sharing some updates with me. In regards to my health, I'm a little embarrassed about it, but it's just because I know I can do better. So just for a little a little hint there. Um, but aside from that, just some thoughts that I've been having lately as I have been going really deep and in, in, inward into myself and really trying to understand myself and be better about how I treat myself um, because the way that I have... Um, or rather, the more that I have a good relationship with myself spiritually and physically, um, the more I'm going to invest in treating my body better. I feel like I have gotten to a good place so far, but this is like the next step. Lots of growth, lots of transformation, lots of discipline that is, it's a struggle, but we're going to keep at it. So with that being said, let's get into it. Perfect. You're listening to Healing in Hindsight, your no BS source for thriving with diabetes. What's up, guys? I'm Taylor Daniel, and it's my goal to help millennial diabetics like myself live an amazing life without your diagnosis getting in the way. I get it. I was diagnosed back in 2015 with type 2 diabetes, and it was really hard to find people around my age to understand how to travel socialize, or even have meaningful relationships. But I feel like with a focus on mindset, perspective, and nutrition, together we can take back our health and our lives. Consider this the red table talk, but for diabetics. Minus the entanglement, though. So let's do it. All right, so if you didn't, Check out last week's episode, which is also on IGTV. I uh, I really liked sitting down and um, being on camera for you guys. I thought I wasn't going to care for it too much, um, to be quite honest, just because I have those moments of like, I don't want to be seen. And, you know, it's it's nice to be able to record and just like roll out of bed and just start talking. So, um, But it feels nice. It felt good to... Um, be able to know that if you wanted to see my expression and, and kind of things like that, that it could. Um, it was something I was planning on doing for a while. I just hadn't gotten everything together for it. Um, and so now that I do have everything together for it, I'm, I'm really liking uh, the results. Um, as you can see, my background, for those who are watching, is a little bit different. Uh, I have converted my dining room into this, like, like five dimensional space. Um, it is my uh, art studio. It's my recording studio. It is um, still a dining room. Uh, and I have my, like I have like an open shelf dishes kind of thing because my kitchen storage sucks. So all of my dishes are open and out on display on the wall. And then I also have a um, bookshelf in the corner that I am turning into like my miniature herb garden because it's right next to the kitchen. And after I went through the 
initial phase of houseplants. Um, I wanted to get more into growing my own sources of food, uh, but because I'm in an apartment, I just didn't want to go so big as to try a bunch of vegetables and stuff. I've done romaine lettuce and green onion before at a previous place, um, but I have much better lighting too, but I've invested in grow lights, things like that. Um, to assist and I'm converting a bookshelf to do that. I am actually growing some basil from some pho that my partner and I got like a couple of weeks ago. So I'm, I'm all for growing food from scraps because I think that's the best source I already got anyways. But I did, um, I actually need to pot it, but I did take the leap in investing in some seeds for um, more edible flowers that can be used for tea and then basic kitchen herbs. So I will be getting into starting those seeds, germinating them. I've been absorbing every garden show that I could find <laughs> possible um, to, to have this venture. I, I would eventually like to have a homestead and have a greenhouse and raised garden to really just be able to source my own stuff. Um, and my interest in doing that, you know, just really coincides with what I've been going through spiritually in a sense of finally coming to a place of humility of like, okay, I have been working and keeping myself busy and not acknowledging, you know, some of my insecurities and things like that to the point where I just was completely depleted um, and it started to just show up physically, um, like I explained last week. And so as I started you know, this kind of healing and exploration process with myself, um, I just kind of had this aha moment. And if you're already there, like, go easy on me, because <laughs> I'm pretty sure there are plenty of other people who don't always come to this realization themselves. They, they hear about it, they see it with other people, but it, there's something about when it's you that uh, comes to that conclusion. It's just, it just hits different. So I basically kind of had a realization that, you know, the more that I work on my spiritual growth and connection with myself and listening more to myself intuitively, um, that I have really been highly sensitive to what my body needs. For example, I've been eating greens like crazy, more specifically like Caesar salads, but it's gotten to a point where it can literally just be the dressing and the leaves, like I don't even need the extra stuff. The extra stuff is fun. Like if I want to throw some tomatoes and um, I think I was doing bell peppers and onions and banana peppers at one point, like that's great. I can literally just do the leaves. And then I thought it was just romaine lettuce that I was like really driving with and trying to get a bunch of and, you know, okay, maybe I'll try to grow some romaine lettuce from scraps or whatever. I don't know what it is about the, you know, Costco and Sam's here in Austin, or at least the ones close to me, could not get a bag to save my life because I like to get, uh, when I do greens, I like to get big bags. So I ended up doing big bags of spinach and I was nervous because I got two and I was like, well, I can put some in smoothies. I like to stir fry spinach sometimes. Um, so it, it works out and I'm pretty much done with one bag and maybe a week in a couple days. And most of it has been eaten raw and like big bowls of it. Um, and then I've been noticing kind of this strange thing happening to me. I'll wake up in the middle of the night 
And one time I, I made a, a bowl of just spinach leaves and, and the Caesar dressing. And it's, it's no, like no sugar. I think it's maybe like 10 carbs, which I know is, translates to sugar, but there's no additional basically. So I, I definitely made sure that I'm not drowning <laughs> anything in dressing that is um, adding to uh, any strain with keeping my blood sugar levels normal. But it's either that or mixed nuts. Now, last night I grabbed the wrong container and I grabbed my mixed nuts with dried fruit. And something else that's been going on is I actually have, I like pretty much the week of Thanksgiving, I just haven't been taking my meds. Um, I know I took my meds Thanksgiving day. That's about it. <laughs> um, and part of it is one of my prescriptions, because I'm on, I'm on two medications, um, I keep forgetting to call up to the pharmacy that my doctor sent it to, because I normally do the mail-in, um, but um, because I needed to refill it quickly, because it's paired with my, my main metformin prescription, um, you know, my doctor sent it to the pharmacy down the street from my house. And the pharmacy called me and they needed my insurance information. And I was in the process of getting the, you know, renewed insurance information. But I just hadn't called them back yet to give them that. What about like two weeks, three weeks? It might have been longer, y'all. Time has been flying for me. Um, so I kind of let that be an excuse for not taking my meds. Now... The prescription that I need, I have, uh, I, I have it, but it's not the same type. Um, this is like in a, a similar extended release because that's the type of metformin I'm on. And uh, Glipizide is the second prescription that I take, but she, it's like Glipizide XL or something like that or so, something. Um, but I do have, you know, a bottle of Glipizide from uh, when I was taking it previously and then my doctor took me off before we moved on to the extended metformin to see if like that would help. And the glipizide has really like brought me even. So even though I have extras in that, it just didn't feel right taking it because it's an older setup. And, you know, I kind of was torn between like, okay, is this really going to help or not? I don't know. Um, but I've been letting that be a crutch for like, well, if I don't have the other medication that I need there's really no point in me taking my extended release like I've just been having this whole debate in the back of my mind when the reality is is that I was in such a place of strain and exhaustion that I just didn't want to and there's a there's a bit of guilt with that because I know for like my type one folks you don't you don't get to do that you know what I mean and and I recognize a bit of the privilege that I have in that granted it's still doing havoc on my body and, I, and that's the other thing that I recognize is if I don't take my medication and I'm not checking my blood sugar because the first time I checked it was today sadly sorry um but I can't I won't know where I'm at simply because um I'm not even keeping track of like where I'm at and I had been thinking about getting um you know, a constant glucose monitor or CGM, um, because I felt like, you know, I was getting, I was actually doing really good. And that's the crazy part. Like my numbers were doing good in the mornings, but that's the only time that I check. Um, and so I do feel like there are moments where it'd be nice to kind of 
see where I'm at in the middle of the day. Um, just to be completely honest, when I checked my blood sugar this morning, it was at 294. And part of that is, you know, again, like three in the morning, I just, my body was just like, give me something. Um, and instead of the mixed nuts that I meant to go for, I went for like the mixed nuts with dried fruit and it's dried cranberries and mango. And I purposely was trying to dig around that, but it wasn't working. So I know that there's an aspect of that is, you know, I just had dried fruit, which typically is a little bit heavier than sugar. Now this mix is still pretty good, but 3M, there's no way that I was going to have decent numbers in the morning without doing something, you know, to go like go for a run or something to burn it off because uh, I just went back to sleep. But it's definitely something that even when I was talking to my therapist about it, you know, like, okay, cool. Every time that I'm doing this, it's mostly greens. It's mostly just regular mixed nuts. Um, again, last, last night was the first time that I reached for something that had anything else. But it's still strange. Um, but the bigger thing is that I've just been craving greens, just vegetables, but really leafy greens like crazy. And no, I'm not pregnant, just to be clear. <laughs> because what I've, I've mentioned a time or two to friends are like, uh, like, no, it ain't that. Um, and I feel like that it just really does have to do with a lot of like me finally going on the spiritual journey with myself of, you know, committing to meditating every morning and journaling and really grounding myself before I do anything else. Um, I've been trying to uh, not be on my phone first thing in the morning because I'm real good for that. Immediately get to the scroll and then my mind is already thrown off and I'm scatterbrained because I'm looking at 50 different things. I'm looking at this email. I'm looking at this Instagram post, this Facebook post you know, missed text messages, like, I'm not focused. And so for the most part, with the exception of one day, um, yeah, just one day, I have started my morning off with bottled water, uh, meditation, um, I'll do a reading for myself, and then um, journaling. And the journaling especially, you know, it's always something that I've done, but this is the most consistent I've been in a while, and that feels good too. And I'm getting ready to work into more things, um, which is yoga uh, and art journaling. I, I really want to kind of fuse all my systems, but I'm also kind of a completionist in a way because I always used to struggle with completing things, especially journals. So I really want to finish the journal that I have. My bullet journal that I typically use for my planner type stuff. Um, I'm almost done with that and I really want to take, I have an old happy planner, undated happy planner and I have the hole puncher. So I feel like I can use that to be my art journal, my, you know, thoughts, feelings, whatever, and my planner, um, because the pages are removable, you know, I can, um, prep the pages. I can, I can show them up for any wet mediums that I use. I just kind of like having it all in one place and I have a cover for it. Um, and so it makes the, the happy planner system really work for me because if there are pages that I want to add, if there's like, um, you know, what I have like mixed medium or watercolor paper, you know, I can hole punch it and put it in there. 
it just gives me a lot of options that I just really didn't think about. You know, when I started, even stumbled upon the Happy Planner years ago, um, I liked the customization of it, especially when I got the undated, because I'm not one to, to fully have it laid out every day. Now, the Passion Planner is my second favorite. I, I really do love the Passion Planner. Um, that's probably the only other planner system that I've consistently used. Um, so that one's hard too. And I, and I did the dated one at first, but the undated, especially their daily setup, like I do like that. I like a little bit of structure and I like a little bit of unstructure, <laughs> you know, like give me the calendar, but I like to be able to lay my days out how I want to. And so, um, that's why structured planners sometimes don't work for me because then I feel this need to fill in every space. So... And going back to the Happy Planner system, it's giving me more options, essentially, to make it what I need to be. So all of that is just really folding into this recognition of, like, when you really start to pay more attention to yourself internally, everything else, it's like a ripple effect. Um, a friend of mine and I were talking, uh, and she was like, you know, your body your your mind and your spirit are all trying to fight for power and you know be the one driving the vehicle but at the end of the day your body really has no um she phrased it a lot better than I'm doing it but just like your body really shouldn't be calling the shots like that it's it's your tuning fork it's your protector if you will it's the vessel that that you're housed in and it'll give you signs of like hey I need a tune-up you know kind of like a car you know, um, your car will show you signs that it needs gas or that uh, something needs to be fixed, right? But it's not making decisions. It's not the one turning the steering wheel of like, okay, we're going to go right, we're going to go left, we're going to stop. Like, that's all you or your mind that's doing it. And so when I started to think of it that way, that's when I kind of realized, okay, the more that I pour into myself, the more that I really show self-acceptance and work through a lot of my insecurities and things like that, the more I want to do for my body. You know, another kind of strange thing. So like, hello hair, right? Right? Looks good, right? Right? Um, I really enjoyed washing my hair. And normally it's a chore. Normally it's like, Oh my God. But you know, especially when I've had it in braids for a little bit, it feels nice to just feel my hair. And it just became this relaxing, almost ritual like experience because I saw my hair in a different light than, Oh my God, this is something else to do. And so I feel like that's kind of where I'm at. And I do remember when I was taking the self-care workshop with Danica Brysha, like, taking those moments to not make it seem like a chore. Like, yes, you need to nourish yourself, but it's it's more like a small ritual of this is how I take care of myself. Um, I actually was working with a sensuality coach for a little bit, and even she told me, like, when I eat, you know, eat, don't have any distractions, you know, sit at your table, no distractions, no phone, no nothing, and really savor your food. Really take your time, take in the scent, the texture, you know, she's like, treat your food like your lover, like you want to take your time, right? And it, it makes the experience all that more fulfilling. It, it makes it seem like you enjoy it more because you've, you've really 
taken your mind to focus in on enjoying these things. And so that's kind of how I'm, I'm treating things is as I am really honing in on my meditation and my spiritual practice, it just makes me want to ensure that my car, if you will, is in the best condition that it can be, but I'm still accepting it where it's at, you know, because that is something that I'm struggling with. It's actually the theme of my vision board for the upcoming year. Y'all, it's about to be 2021 and I'm, I'm not freaking out. That's not, that's not how I'm feeling. It's just kind of like crazy because could have sworn yesterday we were just shutting everything down. You know, like it was just, January. I just turned 30 and now I'm on the, the edge of being 31 because my birthday is in January and we're on the edge of a new year and there's a lot that's changing and, you know, so much. So I am really invested in, you know, making sure the mind and the spirit behind the car is really well fine-tuned and that the vehicle you know, or my body that I'm in is not only accepted fully because I feel like only in full acceptance can I truly have a better spiritual connection. Um, because I'm saying, hey God, I appreciate everything that I've been through and everything that I am right now. Um, there was a moment when I was like doing my, my gratitude portion of my journal where I just had this aha moment of like, every time that I shame myself or really lean into my insecurities in a negative way, it's almost like I'm saying, hey God, like you screwed this up. This, this being, you screwed it up. Um, and instead I'm looking at it from a lens of, okay, I'm not perfect, but if I'm made this way, it's for a reason. And I have free will to adjust and choose and pivot and, and take action on whatever I need to. So by accepting my flaws and insecurities and working into the root of why I'm insecure about those things and coming into a place of acceptance, then that's when I truly feel like my spiritual path will take off because it is just surrendering to this is what it is and that's okay. But we can strive for better. And so I feel like this is what's going to propel me forward into a better place with my diabetes. Um, I went on a whole like deep show documentary binger, um, you know, Britt Olson over at Loving Your Own Soul. When I did my um, guest episode with her, uh, she had mentioned to me to uh, check out Psychedelica. Um, which is a show on the Gaia channel, which is, um, I believe you can subscribe to it through Amazon, but they just explore the ideas of plant medicine and especially a lot of plant medicines that are shunned like cannabis, um, you know, THC based cannabis, um, you know, psychedelic mushrooms, uh, DMT, you know, LSD, like, well, I guess LSD doesn't count as a plant, but you, you get what I'm going with. And you know, how we are missing out on studies where a lot of this stuff with the exception again of LSD, um, it's coming straight from the ground. So how, how is it that if it's coming straight from the ground and the, 
research that is happening um, or has happened with it is showing a lot of honestly interesting data that could help progress us forward, you know, to help us become more in tune with our bodies. And so, you know, even with mental health and, you know, back, back when we were tribes and, and villages, the crazy person that, or at least who we would deem the crazy person, they weren't looked at as crazy. They were looked at as gifted. And there was this documentary that I watched called Crazy Wise that is on, on Amazon Prime that I really appreciated in a sense of not taking on mental health issues as something that just always needs to be treated with medication. Um, you know, one lady, she goes through a whole shamanic initiation and I've never been really just too against shamanism. I think when people take it to like, an extreme of, you know, they're, they're doing evil witchcraft. It's just like, no, it's, it's the same as a priest in a church. They're, they're the uh, megaphone for the spiritual, right? And they, they guide others to the spiritual. It's just like a, you know, a priest that you would go to in a church. Um, but that's how you kind of, you know, potentially could be into the role of a shaman. Um, or, you know, the spiritual leader or healer of the village or, you know, tribe would walk people who were experiencing these crazy, you know, kind of mental uh, breakdowns through rituals or exercises that helped them to navigate and sometimes even utilize it, Um, especially for my empaths out there. You know, they probably would have deemed us super crazy back then. Um, But you know, I just, I just dove into everything. Right. Um, and especially like growing your own food and urban gardening and, you know, a lot of the climate issues that's coming from us, you know, taking farming and agriculture to a corporate level, basically. Um, it just all kind of fell back to if we don't get to a place of acceptance with self, then we'll keep leaning into these bigger entities that will make decisions for us and eventually end up pouring into us um, substances and things that we just don't need. So there's still a lot, and I'm curious as to what other people's opinions are on the connection between spirituality and health. Um, Some people in some cultures see illnesses as a deeper root into something that's going on with you. Now, you know, I could see that in some regards, um, but it still doesn't change that I have a responsibility to take care of my body. And this, my particular spiritual walk is the thing that is propelling me forward into that. You know, I was really for it before, but now it's like, it almost feels detrimental that as I am, going through this transformation and really uh, going deeper into myself that I have to take care of my body. Um, So that way I can see more and I can feel more and I can know know that I am treating my vessel in the best way possible um, to go forth and do better things. So I'm curious as to what y'all's experiences have been. Um, I know a lot of different religions and cultures 
that's a big piece. You know, your spiritual health is directly connected to your physical health. Um, you know, especially when you look at uh, monks and, and nuns and a lot of the diets and things that people go through in in like their their journey to deeper spiritual devotion, if you will. Um, and how illness can sometimes, you know, be directly linked to a block, you know, that you're dealing with. Um, so yeah, let me know if that is something that you are knowledgeable in or that you resonate with or don't, you know, I, I'm, I'm open to all opinions because I think it's important that we have a conversation about, about it, you know? Um, but as for me and mines, I really do feel like there is a direct connection and, you know, although I've fallen off, um, I'm aware and because I'm aware, I need to move forward and doing the right thing by my body and taking my meds and eating the right foods. Not even, I don't even like saying right foods, eating the foods that are best serving for my body. Let's go with that because, um, what I eat might not be right for the next person. So it's all about what your body needs and how it works best. Right now, it's every leafy raw green in the world. I don't know what it is, but me, spinach, um, romaine, lettuce. Um, I haven't had a craving for kale, but I keep eyeing it. So, you know, it might happen. I'm not against kale. I just, raw kale is not my favorite if I don't have the right dressing or something with it. But I do like cooked kale. So, um, but lately raw foods have, have been my thing. So yeah, let me know. Um, next week, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. I'll just be honest then. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to bring you guys, but I really like this idea and this concept of, you know, diving deeper into our bodies and into ourselves. Um, I might do a holiday thing cause I know that Christmas is coming up. Um, but I think that'll, I think I want to do more of a gratitude thing because I didn't get to get, do that for you guys for Thanksgiving. And, you know, like I said last week, I was struggling with gratitude. But now I, I am very much feeling better. And it's a lot easier for me to, to be grateful for things. Um, so I might even play around with that. We'll see. I don't know. Thank you for your time and for hanging in there and for listening to my musings and ramblings because um, again, I really do this for the diabetic community and us having conversations and being able to understand our bodies more and how we can just set ourselves up for greater success and awesome blood sugar numbers because we know that's important. So until next time, uh, you know where to find me, Instagram, Facebook, um, healinginhindsight.com don't be afraid to say hi and hey if you have a story to tell about you and your diabetes and you want to share it hit me up this is 100% an open platform for those who want to share I am open to all walks of life and opinions and want to make sure that your voice is heard as well so head over to my website go to the contact page drop me a line or send me a DM on Instagram and let's chat and see how we can collaborate and get your voice out there. Till then, I will see you guys next week.